Welcome to the Midnight Domino Show. Three ball, Myron Jones, and good! How about Hera found a way to flip it in? With your hosts, Myron Jones and John Hera. Welcome back to another episode of the Midnight Domino Show. On this episode, we got the recent national champion of the 141-pound weight class, Nick Lee. Big, big man on campus. Nick, how are we doing? I'm a small man on campus, but I'm doing good <laughs> compared to compared to the basketball players. But you are. What do what do we? Uh, how tall are you, Nick? You got to be like. I'm five. five I'm five eight. Five eight. Five nine. Yeah. So six. I'm a. I'm average. Uh, maybe shorter than average. You know, among athletes, but um, taller than average worldwide is what I like <laughs> to say. So you wear yeah. that on your chest, proud. <laughs> yeah um nick so mj doesn't even know the story yet but i'm gonna tell yeah. you where i first met you i want to see right. if you can if you can throw this back so yeah. i'm moving in i'm 17 years old in beaver hall which is a, a place in penn state where there's i remember that legendary <laughs> mj great days right mj you had, you had some fun times in that hall yeah. it was, it's classic that <laughs> boys into the men right there <laughs> absolutely so, mj it's a, it's a hot night right i'm probably not sleeping we got to work out in the morning and we hear like some noise outside it's probably like 10 10 p.m one of the first weeks go outside all we see is a bunch of dudes in boxers and i'm like they're not wearing shirts not wearing pants just their boxers and i think <laughs> they're just like trying to run sprints down the hallway to see who's fast and they're like in a full sweat and i'm like what is going on? What are we doing at Penn State? There must be something going on. So then we finally introduce ourselves, and it's the wrestling team, just like hitting push-ups and like trying to just sprint down the four-foot hallway. You remember that? Uh, that that sounds doing? that sounds that sounds about right. We did a lot of stuff like that. Actually, uh, in the old house I lived at, what we were what we did for a competition was we had the fastest guys run. 40s in the street so we're still up to those shenanigans but um 10 p.m late i don't know if i was taking part in the actual competition i was probably uh officiating or something but maybe in the push-up part what was that 10 10 like 10 though i couldn't tell you i mean there's a lot of things that happened in beaver hall where there really isn't an explanation so (laughs) Let's get right into it. Let's talk about how all wrestlers are insane. Let's talk about the, <laughs> the insanity that you guys go through probably 10 months out of the year. Um, how did you start off to, and wanting, wanting to be a wrestler? So I actually started whenever I was in kindergarten. And um, I came back – uh, this is what I don't remember this exactly, but this is what I was told kind of happened. And, but there's not a lot of sports you can really play where I'm from. I'm from Southern Indiana, the state of Indiana, not Pennsylvania, Indiana. I always have to explain that to Pennsylvania. people. But I came home and I had a flyer or something uh, for wrestling at my grade school. And, and that was the only sport that was really available before like second grade. Uh, and so like in my hometown, everybody wrestled. So I got into wrestling in kindergarten and then um, whenever I was moving on to first grade, my dad was deployed to Afghanistan. And then uh, my neighbor 
my neighbor's daughter was dating one of the high school wrestlers. And um, so he would come over once a week to like kind of show me some wrestling stuff. And then um, I just really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I played basketball in third grade. Wasn't great. Um, I think I made one, one basket in my whole career. I, I missed half the games too, but I, I had the experience and then I played soccer, played football for a while, but um, I just always, I excelled with wrestling and I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how it got going. And then um, to answer your question about wrestlers being insane, I don't know if that's necessarily the word, but I will say like, sometimes I'll be walking like, you know, on campus and uh, Pennsylvania is full of wrestlers, like huge uh, wrestling state, maybe the biggest wrestling state. Sorry, New Jersey folks. But um, I'll be like walking and I'll see some guy walking and like something about like the way that a dude is walking. I'll be like, huh, like that's that could be a wrestler. And so then like sure enough, this guys walk past and I see like some high school wrestling. and I'm like, yeah, you can tell wrestlers from a mile away. So not saying that we're insane, though, definitely unique. Yeah. No, I could definitely tell a wrestler. You, you yeah. guys you guys think you can beat up everyone in the room. Absolutely. Probably not always true, but, I mean. What do, what do you think? If I'm 250 pounds, have no lick of wrestling experience, how, how long could I last? Or would I, like, because I'm so much heavier? Hey, there's only what one. What would way, happen? Only one way to find out. We have the best wrestling <laughs> in the country. You guys can come in and we'll We'll put you through some drills and stuff and see what happens. You have well, my maybe, phone number, so maybe once. I mean, <laughs> I just don't want to get hurt. Just don't hurt me. Like you, you can, don't you don't have to get hurt. <laughs> like you can, I like just... you can embarrass me. Just don't physically like let me walk the next day, and then we're good. I think. Uh, I think with with the size advantage, um, that it might be insurmountable, but not always. I mean, some of the little guys are, are tough and they're sneaky. And just like the way the rules are and the way you score, you, you never really know. So if you don't know what you're doing, how to score, I don't know. But I would I would love to see you guys do some wrestling. So once uh once they are done, you know, locking up everything because of COVID, we'll get you guys in maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh MJ, would you ever wrestle? No, no. Yeah, I didn't no, the so. crazy thing is like when I was younger, I wanted to do karate. <laughs> I wanted to do karate, bro. You know what? I made like a like a bad grade on like my first report card, and then I couldn't karate, and then I just started liking basketball after that. MJ the black belt. <laughs> I could not see you doing karate. What? I don't. Well, I don't even know what karate is to be honest. It was just like there's different, all different types, right? I did a uh, taekwondo for a little bit whenever I was a kid, and I so I couldn't focus. I sucked at it. It was too much, uh, too much like discipline and stuff with like, it was like kicks and stuff. And I'm like, man, I just want to go like grab somebody and like wrestle them around. And I don't know. For kids, I think wrestling is good. But if you look at like UFC and like MMA and stuff, a lot of the good guys were all wrestlers. And yeah, they all have that background of yeah. just, just getting after it. Being a part, you mentioned you were being a part of Penn State and you like Pennsylvania is the biggest wrestling sport, which by the way, it is. I mean, you guys are like 
the stars on like everyone loves you because when you win national championships no one's not gonna love you um yeah. it's like being a part of like duke basketball or like one of those like blue blood programs what's that like like when you got into the mix was it could you see the culture could you see what you you had to do if you ever wanted to uh, be the first number one for the 141 pound class yeah man so whenever i came in um i was like came into a team on i was a freshman on like a team of like legends and you know we had guys that were all you know multiple time national champions um the team hadn't lost for a while you know so we were on an undefeated streak um just like and the expectation is national champion from not only every person on the team but like the team in general right so it was really surreal and like I got my butt kicked a lot whenever I was young, like just come in and just like lose every day. It was rough. Um, but then like kind of the older I get and like the more you kind of uh, buy into like the culture and stuff, the more it's like, OK, like this is me now. And then whenever the younger guys come in, like you kind of want to like bring them into the culture because you want to keep winning. Um, so it's it's a good culture, I think, for for life in general. But as far as like the culture around winning is, is I think really awesome. And it, uh, it makes you want to stay. You don't, you don't ever want to leave, uh, which we have had, you know, some wrestlers leave, but um, we have the best uh, it's, it's a regional training center. So it's for, you know, guys that want to wrestle internationally and stuff. We have the best regional training center in the whole, probably the whole world. I mean, we have out of six Olympic spots, uh, three of them are coming from uh, Penn State's regional training center, the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club. So we make up like half the Olympic team, uh, which is awesome. So, um, yeah, it's it's a sweet place to be. Yeah, and, and you guys have a leader that has never lost a match, right? <laughs> yeah, Kale Sanderson. So he yeah, never yeah. lost a match in college, uh, just incredibly successful in his whole career. And then coaching career has also been – incredibly successful so he's uh yeah. he's an inspiring guy for sure have you ever got two points on kale absolutely absolutely yeah, all the time are they legitimate probably a few times but like i don't know i don't know how old the guy is but he's been out of the game for a while now and um you know i don't know i don't know if i've ever seen him like get after it you know what i mean now he's just kind of like you know playing around uh, with the guys and he'll probably go hard every once in a while but yeah he's, it's it's wrestling is an interesting sport whenever you get older because you can't really like you can't fight as much we well, can fight but you can't fight as much you gotta protect your body and stuff and you gotta give up points here and there yeah. but, but yes i have scored on that's awesome um going back to the national championship i just don't get how you guys how many times have you wrestled that individual? He was from Iowa, right? So I'm not sure where he's from, from, but he, he wrestles at Iowa. He wrestles at Iowa. And we wrestled – so we wrestled before I was in uh, – before I was in college, um, and he beat me. And then he, we wrestled my freshman year, and he beat me. At, it was at Nationals, but it was, like, in the Constellation semifinals or something – and then, so that was the first few times we wrestled. And then this year we wrestled in the Big Ten championships, and he beat me there. 
and then national championships, I, I won. So we, we've wrestled like four times and that's actually pretty common in wrestling is yeah. even in one year, you might wrestle somebody three different times, maybe four. Do you like scout them? Do you like, yeah, I got to do this. Ask, yeah. Like, like you have to be like, work? I got to do this different or is it just yeah. like, this is the game. Yeah. I, um, whenever you think about like really like high level wrestling, I would imagine it's probably the same with like high level basketball. Um, but for wrestlers anyway, if you're wrestling somebody, you've wrestled this person multiple times, you're going to come in with, you know, very specific strategies. Um, and then, so whenever I like, if people want to watch my matches, I don't ever recommend like, like the matches at nationals are like good to watch, but they're so highly, like there's so much going on there like in preparation that it's almost like hard to learn from those matches, like anything basics, because there's something that I'm probably maybe only doing this for this match where for 90% of my matches, I'm not going to do this one thing, or I am going to do this one thing, but I'm not going to do it in this one match. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're definitely like scouting, strategizing, um, uh, just like any sport, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of, uh, you know, little things that happen behind the scenes. So, yeah. Give me, give me like two little things, like two scouts that are like, this dude loves like his right yeah. hand or something. Or like... All right. So, um, there's one position that a lot of wrestlers are good in. Uh, I would say like probably like a quarter of the guy, quarter of the guys I wrestle are going to be good. And it's where I hit and, and for the wrestlers will know what this move is, but I hit a head outside a single leg attack right and there's a couple different ways to defend it right uh the one way you can defend it is you can go straight on um and do what's called sprawl out right you can sprawl the other MJ, way you can mj it, listen up listen up MJ. yeah you guys got this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other basic way you can defend that is you can basically give them your leg sit on your butt and then wrestle from from your butt Right. So you're sitting on the butt on your mat and you're reaching over the guy and you're, you know, grabbing legs and stuff. And so there's about, I'd say maybe more now than there was, but I'd say about a quarter of the guys are really good at defending on their butt. Right. And so if I'm wrestling somebody and I, and I happen to wrestle a lot of these guys that are good defending that way, I'm probably going to either finish. So whenever I shoot that particular attack, I'm either going to tweak my finish a way that I wouldn't normally, or I'm going to make sure to stay away from that attack and do a different attack. So something like that, where usually this attack, attack is very high percentage, right? I'm going to, um, you know, cut it down for that match or do it differently just for that match. Even if it's not necessarily the best, uh, you know, basic technique, because there's certain basics in any sport that just don't change. It's always going to, this is always going to be the best way to do it. Um, but for one match, someone's good at something. Maybe I tweak it up there. So I don't know if that answers your question or not. No, it does. It does. What's, what's the, I don't know. It's just like, we have personnel. So like, yeah, how, how you defend MJ is way different from how you defend me. Yeah. So yeah. like, dude, what, what's your scout? What's your like, thing that's known in the big yeah. time are you like oh nick lee's gonna go out strong in the first minute and try to take your is it like he plays defense or like, um, what, what's the what's the mindset so i think if um the mindset is people know that i'm gonna do there's this one particular move it's called fireman's carry and everyone knows i'm gonna do it 
Um, and so it ends up not working a lot, but <laughs> I always go for it anyway. It's my favorite move. So um, if I was, you know, someone wrestling me, I wouldn't let them do that. And I'm not going to give too much away here, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, there's definitely like moves that I favor, like a fireman's carry or that, that head outside single leg. Like I definitely do that in every single match. So like everyone knows that I'm going to do that. Right. But the thing with high level wrestling is I know someone's going to do a move. They're still going to do that move. Right. If someone knows exactly what attacks I'm bringing to the table, I'm still going to do them. Like I'm not changing anything. There's no like 40 chess going on there. Like it's just, can you execute it, you know, in the moment because you know, it's wrestling at the end of the day, it's like two wills against each other. Right. And you know, mm-hmm. two guys, so one person's going to feel better that day. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And then there's other strategy, like, you know, there's three periods in collegiate wrestling um, and there's a bottom position, top position, and then neutral position. Right. So mm-hmm. you can do a little like mat or a match strategy like that, rather than positional strategy. Um, you know, kind of like the way I would, describe it as like running a play versus you know how you're you know defending a particular person i like it yeah because i watched your uh national champion match and to me it was 2-2 until i don't know i don't know overtime or whatever yeah. but whatever that means i don't know but it seemed like the will won it it wasn't the technique I wanted. It was. It seemed like, at least from a fan perspective, who knows yeah. nothing about it. It was like, oh, he got it because the other dude was defeated. I mean, when you when the ref got gave you two points, he was just like he didn't want a piece of you. He was ready to go home. Man, I'll uh, and I'll bet you guys. I, I think every sport experiences the same thing. But I think like whenever you get late into a season and ours is a long season, I think people start competing in maybe October and then the nationals are in March. So you're competing. Some people compete every single weekend for, you know, that many months. That's a lot of competing. So um, by the end of the season and you get to nationals and it's, uh, you know, first round of nationals, like, half the guys there are like, they want to lose. Like they're ready to go home and like be done with their season. Um, Cause it's just like, even though they've wrestled, you know, 50 some matches um, they're like, they don't even want to wrestle five more matches. They're like ready to go home. So I think like people overlook sometimes and people definitely overvalue, you know, mentality, but I think a lot of people overlook, um, mentality and you know some guys are like looking for a reason to lose so yeah I I was telling you uh my cousin who I was just with was a wrestling coach and he was telling me that um he he loved it because of like he would have these kids look across the mat and be like this dude is gonna whoop me like I have very (laughs) little chance of winning but he would, that's a terrible that's a terrible way to look at it well well in high school level it's like <laughs> yeah yeah know, like sometimes it's just like this dude's been on the feed and but he said he loved how his kids would just go out there and give everything and just Dude, do whatever it took that's that's the best once you figure out how to just like let it fly it's awesome because i'm not gonna lie, like i'll be again like walking on the mat and i'll be like looking at the other guy and i'm like dang like that guy's kind of big like are you sure he's my <laughs> weight class but then as soon as like you get out there, like, and it starts, it's just like, 
you let it fly. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I don't yeah. wrestling's a an awesome sport for sure. You you triggered when you said weight class. I gotta learn about the diet, MJ. I, yeah, I want the people to hear about your diet first because okay. we're getting to one ninety five, MJ, at the start right. of the season. How are we gonna 195? do one ninety five? I'm not in the bit ten no more. Bro. Okay, but <laughs> do you not want to be one ninety five? I mean, I wouldn't mind, but I don't think like my body can handle that right now. As a wrestler, Nick, who's put on, who's probably cut 20 pounds in a month and probably put on 20 pounds in a month. Yeah. What What are you giving MJ? What tips, what insider tips yeah. are you giving MJ? Um, well, I mean, Florida, stay hydrated, you know, get your electrolytes. Um, and then one thing that we've done with guys trying to stay big is um, getting like the right kind of carbs. So we do a lot of like potatoes potatoes are like just a really good carb and we have guys eating like three potatoes a day so um i'm not kidding um so they'll do that make sure they're getting you know good protein stuff getting your you know uh beef you know your red meat uh make sure you're getting your fish oils and stuff um i'm not even the guy to ask there's so much that i could go into a diet which we get into it. I, mostly I've done, you know, managing weight around keeping it where it's at rather than gaining, but, um, definitely like a lot of people forget carbohydrates, um, making sure you're getting enough protein. And then, uh, I think hydration is a big factor too. People don't drink enough water. I, I'm drinking, I got this guy right here. I, I don't think people can see it, but it's a half gallon. <laughs> I get like three of those a day. Right. Um, and you know electrolytes and stuff so i think uh eating just eating clean is for people try to make it too complicated sometimes i think you know you get good good food you're gonna look good and feel good so yeah keep it simple do you when's your weigh-in like can you weigh in at 140 and then wrestle at like 145 like does that work so um yeah you can uh you don't want to be that low though for sure. So I, we weigh in, you're going to weigh in always one hour before you compete. Okay. So, oh, um, so you can't really, okay. I got you. Yeah. So, so a lot of guys are losing weight. So you want to, it's a balance between um, making sure that you're losing enough weight to where you're not going to be undersized or yeah, undersized, but you're also not losing too much weight to where you're going to not have energy. Um, and you know, it, it's a balance that no one's perfected and however long wrestling's been around, it's, it's wild. Um, we weigh in an hour before we weigh in, uh, wrestle. So we'll get there about, I'll be about two pounds ish, um, over what I need to weigh in out. So if I'm 141, minus my weight class, I'm going to come in at, uh, like 143 and that's going to be about an hour and a half hour before we weigh in. And then you work out and, you know, people that are hydrated, you're going to lose about, you know, two, three pounds of sweat and like a high intensity half hour workout. Um, so we'll do that, get my weight down, weigh in, and then you have an hour to get, you know, to rehydrate, get some food in you before uh, you compete. So that's a lot, man. That's a lot. Yeah. One, one, one duel is most of your day so i mean like you guys your your game one game is going to take up most of your day so but it it takes a lot more time than 
it should out of my day, honestly. Yeah. I mean, have you ever missed? I'm sure you have. You have to. You had to, right? No, I've I've never missed. Never weight. missed weight. Is yeah, it a I, common thing that happens? Though? Um, no, it's yeah. not. Most people make weight every time. I mean, if you don't make weight, you can't wrestle, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's uh like it's odd that you would ask that because um there's a big high school tournament going on or just finished up or something and like a lot of people like didn't make weight or something um but the situation in which people don't make weight usually happens on the second or third day of a tournament because if you have a two-day tournament or a three-day tournament you weigh in the first day and then the next day you have to weigh in again so you're weighing you wrestle and then after you're done wrestling for that day you got to go and manage your weight for the next day. And now you get to have one more pound. Like, so you get to be heavier. So the first day is 141. The next day is 142. Third day was 143. Um, but still like you're putting on, you know, a good amount of weight during a tournament. So that's generally when people don't make weight is whenever they're uh, got to cut back down after they've already wrestled. And that can, yeah. that can break some wills sometimes. That's why I say you guys are crazy. Like that, just that, like the mental game that you're playing with yourself. Like that, that, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely very mentally taxing. Um, I don't know. I think it affects guys for longer, like after they're out of the sport. But I mean, that's a, that's a conversation about the sport, and I think yeah. you know it's getting better because I think when a lot of people think about wrestling, they're like, oh, cutting weight. <laughs> so which is unfortunate that people think of that, but yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people, but you changed my mind. You know, we're having some conversations now. You're changing my mind. Growing up, you know, I, I know you have two brothers here, but my brother and I used to get after it. He's about 25. Yeah. I would, we would wrestle a little bit here and there. Big dude. I can't (laughs) imagine having, you have two younger brothers, right? At Penn State that are all, that are both on the wrestling team. Yeah, they're both they're both bigger than me actually. Um, yeah. But one is a freshman, the other is uh, what years? He's gonna be a redshirt sophomore, I guess. So yeah, yeah you, it's pretty awesome. Growing up, did you guys just like break all your furniture in the house, or <laughs> uh, we didn't break that much furniture? We would have gotten our bus kicked, but um, by, by my mom and my dad. But uh, we definitely had our share of fights and stuff. So, and we were around the same weight class for a while too, whenever we were kids. So we would, we would scrap in tournaments and stuff. Do you lay the, do you lay the lumber on them? Do you beat them every time when, since they came here? Yeah. You know, I, (laughs) there's this, it's like the big brother law of nature or something. The older brother law of nature. It's just like, I still have this edge and you know, they can be bigger than me. And, you know, they might even be, you know, better. They might be bigger and better than me one day. But I just think, you know, I have this edge that I don't think is ever going to go away. So, <laughs> at least I, I hope. I, I, yeah, I, I like that. I'm the younger brother. So, as the younger brother, you always want to – you never want to lose. You hate losing because you lost all your all your life until yeah. you – I mean, unless you're – closer in age but he had four years on me so i i lost all all ground i was all right taught me some lessons um question for my for my cousin who's the wrestler coach i have no idea who this is but for the wrestling people listening to this they're probably all into it 
how do you prepare to wrestle grown men instead of college kids like Jordan Oliver, who's 31 years old? Yeah. So I'm for context. I'm, uh, I'm 23. Okay. So I just wrestled at the Olympic trials in, I think it was in April, March, March, April. Uh, and so I'm wrestling guys that are like, you know, over 30 years old. Uh, and I'm also wrestling guys that are my age, but, um, and, and I, I, we talked about this a little before, but the answer is I'm also a grown man, (laughs) you know, even though I'm 23, I still got, you know, a little bit of, you know, maturing left to do, but, um, you know, not that much at this point, I'm, you know, I'm, I could get bigger if I wanted to, but, um, you know, I'm pretty much, I'm trying to grow taller, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Uh, drink your milk. Tell yeah, them, yeah. But you know, it's just, it's training. And, um, you know, the other thing is for whenever you weigh in, everyone's got to weigh in at the same weight. Right. So, you know, that everyone's weighing in at the same weight. Um, but I, I think, you know, the advantage that older guys would have would just be experience. Right. Because if I'm 23 and I'm wrestling someone that's 31, he said, that's, you know, eight years, eight more years of experience, you know, wrestling around that I don't have. So that's definitely an advantage. But, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, who prepared better and who feels better that day. So, Mm. yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) I'm sure he said uh, thank you, but give me a give me an unfiltered day in the life of Nick Lee. What are you doing? Waking up tomorrow? What are we doing? Um, so, what, we, what time do we wake up? What time? What do we do? Depends on the day. Um, sleep is really important, but I uh, whenever I get my morning workouts, I like to get them in at nine. So I'm lifting at nine tomorrow, um, and then after that, you know. I have classes and stuff generally, but you know, that's about to change. So, um, you know, class, whatever you got to do business. And then we usually practice in the afternoon, like one thirty or two. Um, so I'll, you know, get a quick bite, you know, do a load of laundry, maybe take a quick nap, head over to practice. Um, and then after practice, you know, if it's, um, I always get my meal right away, get the recovery. Uh, and then, you know, homework, if I don't have homework, I'm on the video games. Um, I saw you were at the golf course today. Dude, I just picked up golf. It's not part of my unfiltered uh, you know, <laughs> day in the life of Nick yet, okay. but I think so. So I'm, I'm like, I've been at the driving range a little bit. I've played like a round of golf. So I'm, I'm picking it up and I'm, I'm not bad. I was connecting with the ball, which is always a struggle whenever you're getting into it. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited to to maybe do that a little bit more. Our um, uh, our mutual friend Ethan Marsh is oh, coming yeah. up Sunday. I'll, oh, I'll really? give him a call and maybe we could uh, head out. Yeah, I would. I would love. We'll I would see. love to play around. Uh, I'd yeah, love to we'll, beat him in a round of golf. Being an inexperienced golfer, that would be fun. He kicks my butt. Good luck. He's he's pretty good. Very good. He grew. I think he worked on a golf course for, yeah. for a while. Well, I like um, another thing I do is I go on a lot of walks. Like I go on, you know, sometimes two walks for a day, like out in, you know, like nature and stuff. So if I can do that while I'm golfing, that's going to be sweet. So <laughs> that's all golf is. You just walk 
and yeah. hit the ball and get mad. It's a good time. Can we can we talk? I'm gonna put the link in the show notes. MJ hasn't seen it yet, but can oh, yeah. we talk about your commercial? Yeah, this, man, this is legendary, MJ. This, yeah. this guy when the when the NIL came out, he was a, one of the first people to step on the gas. He has his own car commercial. Well, I mean, <laughs> I would say I don't know if I would word it that way. It was uh, it was a good commercial. They did a really good job. It was for the local um, uh, my local dealership uh, that you know, was in my hometown and, um, you know, the people there that we, you know, we've known our whole lives, you know, super awesome people. Uh, if you need a Dodge Chrysler or Jeep, you know, hit me up, you know where to go. Uh, they, they do a really good job and, um, you know, we've, they're my good friends. And, you know, I think that's part of, I think for NIL, I think people, especially in sports like wrestling are maybe overestimating a little bit, you know, what's going to be available. So I think like one of the main ways that people are going to be capitalized on that is to, you know, give back to their, you know, local communities. Um, so I think that's something that is going to be uh, more utilized with NIL, but I think sports like basketball football is where, you know, you're going to see some more really cool things start to happen. I mean, we, there's really cool things happening in wrestling, but I, I don't think there, it's going to be for as many wrestlers, um relative to like basketball and football so yeah i mean you guys have a huge huge following in state yeah. college uh, um i know everyone uh, the fan favorite is uh i might get yelled at but rby right rby yeah, RBY, yeah. yeah. he's the man yeah, yeah I, man. I hear everyone talk about it. everyone loves him he, he's a is he a character too i know he Whoops, people! But so he's uh he's the weight he's one thirty three he's the weight class below me but he was national champion this year too, and uh, he's just done like I think he he knew that this stuff was gonna happen nil stuff there's been you know talks about it and you know he wants to do MMA and stuff too so he's you know from the time he was here and probably before he's just been doing a really good job of getting, you know, the right people in his ear, making sure that, you know, he's growing his brand and, you know, his social media, which, you know, our world revolves around social media and your personal brand now. Um, and so he did a really good job of building those relationships and building, building up a following and, um, you know, just did everything he could. And then once that NIL stuff went through, man, he, he, he really stepped on the gas um, and, but, but he did the groundwork before that. So he, I think he did a really uh, good job, but yeah, man, everyone loves Roman for good reason. He's, he's a fun guy to be around. Um, he's got a really good, you know, like personality and stuff and like keeps fans engaged. And, um, you know, I think he's really good just for the sport of wrestling in general, which, you know, we're always trying to grow. So, yeah. hey, Nick, I better get tickets to the BJC match. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I got you. I, I, I want to come to a practice and I want to wrestle and I want to, I want to go to the BJC match. Right. Uh, I, I feel like I'll be at a away game because you guys take it up, but no, we'll, we, we we'll figure it out. Things. We'll figure yeah. it out. You can definitely come into practice though. And if you're around for the BJC match, we'll, we'll get you in there. All right. Awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this, Nick. Cause I know this is one of your favorite. We were talking about Loki. Great show. All three yeah. of us agree. Right. Yeah. Where where does that rank in your show show list, MJ? Is that Ooh, a top man. ten? Yeah, it's top ten. Top, top ten, top I mean, five. I don't, I don't really watch TV shows anyway, but 
You're a movie yeah. guy. Yeah. MJ's first like summer up here, he he was just asking for the movies. I walked in yeah. on MJ watching like Inspector Gadget or something. Yeah, what was it? No, no, not Inspector Gadget. The Titanic, right? Oh. No, 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 no. It was uh, the Great Gatsby. Gatsby. The, the Great Gatsby. Gatsby. Also a great movie. Also a great movie. That's how many yeah, movies. Inspector Gadget, bro. Uh, no, yeah. it was, dude. You you watch so many movies, so I'm gonna yeah. get technically a minute. I got my time time stopper right here oh, to no. convince everyone Mulan. Convince yeah, everyone man. to go watch Mulan right now. Why is it the best movie? Dude, okay. So it's just, they got incredible characters, right? The bad guy <laughs> is just extremely well-written, right? There's no, like, there's they don't try to make the bad guy, like, like good in any way. You know how they, like, sometimes give bad guys, like, a good uh, reason for being bad? There's no good reason for being bad. He's just a bad guy, right? And then you got Mulan, who, it, for, you know, the women out there, strong female character, Right. And, you know, it sends all the right messages like honor, integrity, uh, battle prowess, you know, so it's it's got everything. And then, you know, it's got good comedy as well. So that's okay. that's my pitch. All right. That's that's his pitch. MJ, what's your pitch for the greatest movie of all time? Um, I don't know which movie is for real. The Great Gatsby? No, it's not. <laughs> he's gonna go home and watch Mulan and agree with me, bro. You talking about the new one that just came out? No, 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 no. I I haven't even watched the new one, but I can tell you that it will not stand up to the or Disney's original okay. animated new one. Yeah, I started the new one. I was not watching it. But I could not keep watching it. But the, yeah, I, the I original one. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, Nick Nick posts on his Snapchat once or twice a week. Oh, uh, the movie like Milan, just like the screen, and then he'll give like some like little text to. I mean, I'm this is why I go back to the theme of the podcast that wrestlers aren't in. You guys, is it is, is it insane to like a really good movie? I mean, it's it's, it's insane to watch a movie more than once a week. More than I'll, I'll give you more than like <laughs> twice a month. I think I do. <laughs> I watch it quite a bit. So I think that's insane, Nick. Thanks for joining the show. Um, we got to figure out that golf round. We got We got to keep hitting yeah. the range. Put it we'll, together. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, awesome to have you on here, though. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it.